0: Blue Cranes have a new album. That news is enough to make fans happy, but that's not all. It's called Voices, individual collaborations with vocalists Holland Andrews, Edna Vasquez and Luz Elena Mendoza, Rebecca Sanborn, Laura Gibson, Peter Frederick, Gavin Castleton, Red Ray Fraser, Annalisa Tornfeld, and Laura Veers. It is the best thing I have heard in years. It's magnificent. A masterpiece. And if you know me, you know I don't throw those words around lightly. Blue Cranes. Reed Wallsmith is in the Artichoke Cafe with me. All right. The little red light says go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reed, this is a this is a, 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 an amazing album. It's beautiful. I, it's. It was certainly worth the wait, oh. and it was a long wait. <laughs> it was a long wait. A long wait, and worth every minute.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Um, it was recorded over a series of years.
1: Yeah, um, I think we started recording it in like 2015. Yeah, that's or what something. the yeah. the notes said. Yeah. yeah. Um, d-
0: did you start to record it as a separate album of vocals? uh yeah that was that was the concept
1: yeah that was that was kind of the loose concept of it uh-huh. was to um make an album where each song is a different collaboration with a different vocalist uh-huh and uh and i think at the time we didn't realize that this was gonna be like a five year project or, or yeah. however however long this has been but yeah um yeah so so we start i rebecca remembered uh the five of us. Hanging out after playing in New York at Winter Jazz Fest a long time ago, and kind of birthing the idea then. Uh And uh, I kind of went back through emails uh, and found, yeah, little snippets of talking about it and in 2015. Wow. Yeah.
0: Was it was she always going to do one of the tunes? Uh,
1: I think we always wanted her to. Yeah. 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 um, She's such an accomplished vocalist, but had never done anything uh aside from a small no lyrics background vocal on our first album uh-huh. um but we'd never featured her yeah. in anything with lyrics yeah. and yeah well
0: when she, when she and Jaya did it did the uh, the video um episode of this podcast yeah she sang oh cool yeah. on the, yeah, on yeah, it yeah, yeah,
1: oh, yeah i gotta yeah. i gotta listen to that
0: you do have to you have to watch
1: yeah. it you know I, <laughs> did, 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 I i wanna i gotta say like uh <laughs> i think I think, I don't know, maybe 10 years. I don't know. I remember, I just want to apologize to you. Why? Well, I think like, I don't know, this is a long time ago now, but like you, uh, this is my perception, but I think you were really into blue cranes and and wanting to like talk to me or talk to us. And I think I felt like, I don't know if it was imposter syndrome on my part or what, but I was like, what is he wanting to talk to me about her? I don't know. Like, ah, and, uh, and I just want to apologize if I've ever, uh, if that's come off as aloof. Oh, not you, at all. You know, or, oh, not
0: at all. Not at all. Not at all. Just, and, and, of course, most of the time I've talked to Rebecca. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Lots of times. Yeah. She was on the cover when we when we did a year's worth of mm-hmm. of uh, print magazines. She had this that's an incredible picture of her it. on the yeah. cover.
1: Yeah, yeah. She is, Keys all over
0: keys and and a crown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and well, I, I remember one thing, and it wasn't it was not it was not passive aggressive on my part, and I don't know I don't. A matter of fact, I should apologize because I, I don't I don't think you took it as passive aggressive. I introduced you guys one year at the Montevilla Jazz Festival.
1: Oh yeah, was that the first year I could they have did been. it? Maybe? Could have yeah. been, yeah. Okay, but
0: what I did was, and I did it for a purpose. I I introduced the I don't I never when I, when I MC I never introduced the whole band, but I introduced the whole band this time and and saved her for last. Great, yeah. <laughs> I was like and Re- Rebecca Sanborn
1: and the Blue Cranes. <laughs> I think you know we've we've talked about I it think as you a guys band got before. That, like I, mean, I, I remember. Uh, you well, know. I think in many ways she is this secret ingredient in the band that uh-huh. that makes. I mean, we're all we all put our part in, but um, but she plays a very important role of making what we do i think unique from Uh other from other bands and um Uh oh yeah in the way that every band is unique from other bands but like uh that her her addition to it is is so important
0: yeah you know we could do a whole episode on each one of these tunes
1: yeah there's a lot there's a lot about how each i i was trying to prepare for this uh and just <laughs> printed up lyrics and like thing all sorts of things about each song That's the one song. thing i wish there was it was a, i wish there were I wish there were a lyric sheet I need to put that online we don't have that up yet You do yeah. I mean, you really do Well i have i have them here if you want to <laughs> <wanna> read them
0: <laughs> Um well i know, I think that would be helpful Cool Cuz then you wouldn't have to try to concentrate so much on what's being said right. but have that be uh, you know a part of uh, uh, just you know uh, to be able to, to to know what they're what they're saying exactly yep. so you can concentrate on the rest of it as, as and, and the thing as a whole
1: yeah 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 that makes sense but, but
0: god damn man it's a, it's it's oh. amazing <laughs> Thank it's you so much. just amazing um i could i mean i i could listen to each one of these as as a, an entire album all the way through i mean uh over and over again it's it's just it's and it i think it's the kind of um album that's only going to grow mm. you know
1: there's yeah i feel like there's there's a lot in it like i a lot there's a lot in it Are you and like me? i've listened to these songs many times over like getting this yeah. ready and uh yeah. there's a lot there's a lot in there and a, and a ton of contributions and collaboration with so many different people that uh I think that's why there's so much in embedded yeah. in all of this.
0: Is it why it took so long?
1: It's also why it took so long. Yeah, we yeah. we've never had so many different moving parts uh yeah. for for an album. Usually it's the five of us go in and we record it and then yeah. we will often orchestrate some stuff to overdub on top of it uh-huh. with um yeah. with like string string arrangements or something yeah. and um but this was a whole nother beast and we it's the first time we had kind of Done things not all as a group at the same uh-huh. time, so it was uh-huh. um, it was done piecemeal a lot of times, and yeah. and that in itself is a very slow process compared to yeah. all being in the same room. And it's
0: definitely a Blue Cranes album,
1: though. Yes,
0: yeah, it's, that's no, no doubt about that. You that
1: know, was, was our goal, um,
0: unmistakable. Thank you.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. and every it's funny though. Every time you know over the years, as I've talked with uh, Rebecca in, in in multiple interview settings, yeah. Um, there are only two, only two people I kid about this. One was Andrew Durkin and the Quadrophones uh-huh, uh-huh. who took decades to release that album. Yeah, it I wasn't am. it wasn't decades, but it was a long long time. I remember time. hearing about it for long yeah, yeah, a yeah. Long, long time. Yeah, yeah, a long long time. And I always, I think
1: we may have beat them though. Yeah, I think <laughs> you might have.
0: It's possible. Uh, cuz uh, you know Dur- I mean it, and it, it, Durkin is such a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I I had Mary Sue in here to talk about that. I actually had Durkin in here to talk about that too. They are both so great. They are. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but this in the same way, I would I would I would ask, I would ask Rebecca, uh, is it coming out anytime soon? <laughs> that's what she, knows. she didn't really yeah. know exactly, yeah. but uh, but anyway, it's 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 it, it, the thing is there's a demand it seems like there's a demand but i wonder when when that demand if that demand ever diminishes because you know because it's been such a long time
1: i mean that's definitely a fear of mine yeah 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 things you know a lot of people don't i mean a lot has happened to the music industry since we recorded it a lot of people don't work in certain places anymore that maybe yeah. it would have been receptive or that already yeah. knew yeah. about our band or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah.
0: But well, I mean, there's, you know, and then there's always the pandemic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I think we were sort of gearing up to release it before the pandemic and then the pandemic yeah. hit and, yeah. and then we were thinking, let's just put it out. And then I forget. Um, I, I think I, I think we all feel this way. I, but I think I take it on a lot of like feeling like um a lot of responsibility for wanting uh I, I just feel so honored to have been able to work with all these vocalists uh-huh. and um and they're people that I look up to a lot and I wanted to be able to put this out in the best light and uh-huh. and so we ended up uh working with three filmmakers to make uh-huh. uh short videos and I I can't remember if I've sent you those yet. Uh-uh. But I gotta send them to you. But um But that was something we ended up doing during the pandemic, which, and sort of, uh, planning it while everything was more or less in lockdown. And then when stuff Uh started to open up, being able to, uh, get together and, and, and create these videos. And, uh, one of those was literally the first time we we actually, uh, we've been recording another album throughout the pandemic, Uh um, but also because of, uh, quarantine needing to do it in separate spaces and and right. piecemeal right. and uh right. and so doing it was just neat when we started working on these videos it was the first time the five of us had been in the same room and like wow. a, since we played at uh during the jazz fest opening for archie Shep and 20 what was what 19th. was that
0: like the first time you guys got back together
1: uh it was surprising because I mean we weren't playing yet the fir- the first time we got to play together was just maybe two months ago and uh and we'd we also weren't able to rehearse, so we literally got on the wow. bandstand and like it was the first time we had played oh my God. together, and it, and it felt like we had not uh, felt like we had played the week before. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was yeah. amazing to me.
0: Like, well, it's like old friends. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you start the conversation pick in up the where you left of, off. Where you left off. Yeah, yeah really. Um, I mean, Jesus, in, in in this period of time, I mean, children were born.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember
0: and, I had Rebecca in in the old coffee shop. Yeah. Uh and she was like moments away.
1: Wow. So was Kevin. that right before Nadia was born?
0: Yes. Like wow. I'm telling you it was like moments away yeah. from when when Nadia was born. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Um okay, let's get to, let's get to to, to the music I, here. Yeah, we have um, I,
1: my son was born during all this. I sometimes is that forget right? that wow. so much time has passed. It's like Yeah. It, yeah. it's so bizarre yeah and yeah. my daughter's much older and uh-huh yeah <laughs> and you've changed too probably yeah I, well
0: <laughs> i probably yes <laughs> i, would, you know, I, I mean, would
1: say i would wager yes yeah.
0: i mean even if it was just in the past during the pandemic there have yeah. been changed lots of changes i had Derek yeah. sims in here oh nice you know the, the trumpet player yeah he learned how to a, a whole new breathing method. I had S- Steve Berlin in here, uh-huh. and he learned he learned a whole new method of playing the baritone sax during the pandemic. It's been all, it's been it's been amazing. Oh, I gotta listen to that one. Yeah, yeah. it's been amazing. Huh. All these changes that have uh, have have occurred. Yeah, yeah. And he was
1: struggling with it too. Steve was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow, he's great. Derek less so, but uh, you know. Okay.
1: Um, okay. I, th- I think the main thing I learned during the pandemic was oh, there's more, but. I learned to go to bed early, which was, which was uh, a hard thing to learn, but I yeah, love it yeah, when, yeah. when it happens. It's easy when you get old. Yeah, I think that's helping me. Yeah. You're not old. Well, you know,
0: I'm older than I was. Yeah, you're older than you. I'm old.
1: Okay. You're not old. <laughs> yes, I
0: am, actually. Um, all right. Um, I think uh, one of the most interesting people on this album is Holland Andrews. Mm, Holland um, is so wonderful. Is uh, is it still a she?
1: Uh Holland goes uses they and they, them pronouns, okay. yeah. Okay, fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um but I remember Holland when Holland was like a villain.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was and singing on the streets. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Oh I mean, yeah, that video uh during yeah. the protests. Yeah. And and I think during
0: during um at Pika Festival. Okay. Yeah. 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 She did that too. Um, so she said I have never been able to get an interview with her
1: well they live in New York now so it would be much harder uh, to do something well I know that but but,
0: I mean but it was was, they were always elusive
1: you know I I got to know Holland um, we both played in the band AU together for um, Holland was one of the main um, three members but for we did many shows with with horns and um, and I just was captivated by their voice and um, and that that track that we did uh, it opens the album and mm-hmm. it was one of it's the only track on there that was completely improvised like from start to finish. Wow. Um, there, the only thing that we were working with is that Holland had a a sheet with a poem mm-hmm. uh, by my dear friend Nico. Alvarado, who's a poet in Colorado, and mm-hmm. um, and Holland was looking at that and kind of calling throughout the improvisation, calling pieces of the poem huh. um, as lyrics, but um, but everything happening sonically was completely free improvised, and I love wow. I love 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 where it went.
0: Wow! Yeah, working without a net.
1: Yeah, which is I sometimes I'm far more comfortable doing that than feeling like i uh need to i don't know i i i th- everybody has different strengths for for me um i can be more comfortable standing up on a stage with people not knowing at all what we're going to do because then there's no there's not there's no way to m- really mess there's no there's no music to mess up it's like <laughs> you're it's being i mean you can you can improvise that can turn out badly but uh yeah. but uh I, mean, I really cl- like a
0: clam is still a clam.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um but I think just the freedom of it that it can go anywhere uh-huh. and um uh-huh. and there's no there's no parts to remember or, or mess up or yeah. Um where in the process did,
0: did, did was that recording?
1: Um somewhere in the middle of Uh the process uh 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 we actually so holland recorded on the back steps um that that was a session at type foundry we we did a lot of the main um tracking for the band at Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. map room Mm -hmm. studio Mm -hmm. and then a fair amount of the vocals happened at type foundry Mm -hmm. um both with two engineers we we love uh josh powell and jason powers um and and so that so handbook of the D- i'm sorry the back steps uh session happened first and then uh they're we like you know we should we should do something that's just really improvised uh-huh. with, with all of us and, uh-huh. and so it happened after that uh, maybe a half a year later or something do you think people can tell that it's improvised um I, thought, I, I have thought about whether we should be saying that or not, that it is, because I, I don't know what effect it has knowing that or not knowing that. But uh. Well,
0: I, if, I, I, I did not know that it was improvised. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And it would have been interesting to find out. Uh-huh. You know, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think it would have colored, you know, how I felt about the music at all or what it, what it did to me. Yeah. But it certainly would have been interesting. It would have added, a, added a, another color to it, yeah. you know, to know that it was improvised uh-huh because you know? uh, because uh, that's fun it's fun that's for for people who are listening for the listener it's for yeah. it's, it's some that's a that's something that's fun to know
1: yeah i like i like hearing about how pieces were composed or yeah or put together the yeah. process of it yeah, um, yeah uh i devoured that podcast um meet the composer have you uh-huh. listened to that at all mm-hmm. and uh uh just going really in depth with people's processes and uh-huh. um so yeah i can see how that could be a yeah. good an interesting thing for people to know yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah um but that's the only one that's improvised yes
1: well they all they all kind of have aspects of improvisation uh-huh. um when we were when we were kind of conceptualizing the whole album um i think be we, we wanted to, we wanted to somehow incorporate improvisation into everything in some way, and um, but not in the way we were really leery of not wanting to make an album where it's like there's a song and then the band takes solos, and then yeah, you know, like um yeah. we wanted to stay away from that type of a form uh-huh. of the improvisation, and so it ended up uh, uh I'm hearing a saxophone over there is that coming through the mic is that a saxophone i think it's a soprano maybe could be it could be wrong. that's okay <laughs> <I> mean, we're, <laughs> like we're that. in a music store yeah you know? a great music store yeah <laughs> I, yeah um yeah i'm trying to think of like different ways that improvisation happens so uh let's see well like okay ursula is a song uh track four that features laura gibson on it yeah and um that That main so it starts with this kind of hocketing saxophone line that Joe and I are i think one of us is playing in three and the other per- person in four, so uh-huh. that it every twelve beats or something it lines back up and uh-huh. and that was something that w- just happened when we were uh improvising at a a a duo show, and I was like what what were we doing there like let's <laughs> let's write that down and uh and so that became kind of the basis for that song and uh but then uh, we recorded kind of the background part of it, and then uh the initial part it, it ended up changing throughout the recording process, but Laura took that and um, and just kind of ad lit she was vocalizing sounds and they weren 't really words; they were um the a beautiful improvised melody over it and and we sat with that for a long time and and she was working on you know what the lyrics could be and and in the meantime mm-hmm. um I don't know if I have it here uh we we took so i i listened and listened and listened to what she did and and tried my best to write down the words that each sound reminded me the most of so uh-huh. it was like going into my subconscious cuz i'm trying to like decipher this thing that sounds kind of like a word and make it into a word mm-hmm. and then and then I sent that to her and then she was like, oh, there's that's inter- kind of interesting. And then she um, altered that a bunch and changed that into what became the final lyrics. for. Wow. And the- so that was kind of an interesting, that is interesting. process.
0: Um, so how, how is the co- how's the collaboration with old Sly Pig doing these days?
1: Great. <laughs> yeah. We still a Tigers fan. Um. Yeah, I think I. I don't. I don't know a lot about baseball. He knows a ton about baseball, yeah, so yeah, I, we don't yeah. talk about it a whole lot. No, no. I, know,
0: see, I, I see. I. I know the baseball fans. Okay. Who are in, in, you know in, in the music community?
1: That, that's a baseball shirt you have on, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yes. I know that much.
0: I had Ryan Marr in here, and, and we had. Oh, to, he's uh, big into baseball. Right? Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. had to like talk about. Um, we had to get all our, our baseball talk out before I started rolling. <laughs>
1: Need another <laughs> podcast
0: for that? Yeah, really. Uh, but anyway, uh, has, how has that how has that collaboration
1: developed over the years? Um, well, let's see. I guess a, one thing that's changed like when during pre-pandemic and so, he's he's mm-hmm. moved around a fair amount. Like he he moved down to L.A. for a while and and was in Seattle for, like wow. right at the beginning of the pandemic and and now he's in New York City here in Brooklyn. And, um, and so we have, at, at every point I was like, oh man, like, is this goodbye? Like, yeah, what, <laughs> like, yeah. why are you leaving? And, uh, yeah. and you know, I think felt some fear of that we were going to lose this connection and this, yeah. uh, how we work together. And, uh-huh. and, um, and at each time it's like, it's almost revved up. Like, huh. like, uh, like w- the work that we're doing together has, has kind of revved up, I think because both of us. Really want to keep it going, and so, um, yeah. During I think while he so he'll he'll come and visit and stay with us, and um, we can record in the basement. And we we did a um, a duo project together called Mm -hmm. uh, Sergeant Major Junior was Mm -hmm. the name of that. And uh, so yeah, we're we're doing a lot of writing. um, Well, that's good to know. Yeah, good to know. Yeah,
0: because collaborations are a wonderful thing. I, Until they're not.
1: <laughs> no, that, that, I mean, I think collaboration is one of the most important things about yeah. this, about Blue Cranes. Yeah. I, I think we've been able to figure out different ways to uh, collaborate with different people in our community, with dancers. Um, we've been a part of, of a couple um, performances involving music and dance, and yeah. uh, and through... I think one of one of the big things that was exciting to me about this album was to was to be able to reach out to people that we hadn't worked with before and uh-huh. and uh, and to really celebrate how many amazing musicians are in this town or or at the time when we uh-huh. recorded this they lived in this town um, and uh, a lot of people have left but but it's like that community yeah. is yeah. spreading and yeah. getting bigger. And yeah.
0: yeah. One of the most beautiful tunes is the one with. Uh, uh, Edna Vasquez and uh, Luz Elena. Mm,
1: Tatawari. T- 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 yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. What does that mean?
1: That means fire in okay. Huichol, uh, which is a, 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 an indigenous uh, language in central Mexico, which is, I think near where Edna's from. Does
0: it say that anywhere?
1: It doesn't. <laughs> uh, I got a lot <laughs> I can say about that. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. That's
0: what I'm telling you. Well, I'm see, telling <laughs> you, you could, we could do an entire episode <laughs> on, every, on each song.
1: I I agree. I agree. Um okay, let me pull up my papers on on Tatewari here. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so so in Ed, in Edna's words, uh Tatawari is the song is about the regeneration of our soul and spirit after pain through fire, which wow. is what that word means. And hmm. um and it's and from where? The word uh it, yeah. it's uh, it's a Huichol word uh-huh. and a um an indigenous uh word from language from um, uh-huh. from Central Mexico.
0: Aha! Uh-huh.
1: Wow. 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 Um, Which nobody in this country has ever heard of. Oh, I, 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 I doubt that. But, but uh, I, uh, I was not familiar with it. Before. Well,
0: that makes I, two of us. Yeah. <laughs> and we should know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know. So there, there you go. Yeah. If you. My point. There are. <laughs> um, if you Google the word Tatawari, um, uh-huh. it's spelled different ways. Uh, there's. Just amazing imagery comes up of um of paintings and mm-hmm. yeah it's wow. a, um but that but yeah, and the so song it, is unforgettable in in that song um yeah her lyrics um in my translation to english are uh it's i un dolor un dolor que solo es para mí." there is a grief a, a grief that is only mine and It goes on this sorrow is the water that will make me grow like a plant of light inside of me a brilliant garden that rises with the sun my heart begins to beat the spider web of the world came to unite us and then the second verse is there is love a love that is only mine it is unity it is life that makes me dance water root flower earth wind when breath enters my eyes, I'm able to see, not with my eyes, with my soul, with my skin. And then kind of the, the big climax chorus at the end mm-hmm. is um, she- Well, the,
0: the chorus is, is astounding, because you, you know, you're not ready for it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you're just not ready for it, and all of a sudden there's this, like, it's this-, this. Yeah, Joe
1: kind of comes out of nowhere with that deep yeah, line yeah, that, that ascending scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a blossoming.
0: That, you know, uh, uh, plus the the male voices in in, in uh-huh. and, uh, um, Andrea, for instance. You know, yeah. And, oh, yeah. he's so great. I had Andrea in here. He was nice. Great. Yeah, it's nice. He is such a wonderful guy. Yeah. Well, it's always nice to talk to an Italian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. L- Luce connected us with Andrea, and uh-huh. I was really glad to meet him. Um, the uh, yeah, Joaquin Lopez is singing in that yeah. as well, and uh, yeah. and um, my friend from. Who I know through a friend in Nicaragua, um, Clara Grun, who's a very accomplished vocalist in Managua, um, moved to Portland not, not mm-hmm. too long before we recorded this. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they're, So they, Edna's singing, fire restores death to bring me back to life. And the three of them are singing, until I am able to feel. So, powerful lyrics for sure. Tell me about Late Bloomer. Because that's yeah, that's <laughs> um, it's what,
0: it's very unusual.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Let's see. One. Someone said it reminded them of Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. And someone else said it uh, reminded them of Prince. Um, but Ga- that's Gavin Castleton. Um, yeah, he is a good friend. Did um, he write the lyrics? He wrote the lyrics. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I think the way that came about uh, that song, we. I had a, the kind of a piece that we recorded and then we sent it to Gavin and, uh, Uh and Gavin kind of spliced it up, took it apart, um, moved what we played around and then wrote lyrics on top of it and then sent Uh it back. And then, and then I orchestrated like uh, strings and horn lines around that. (laughs) And, um, but, but Gavin is a, uh, he and I used to play in a band uh in Providence, Rhode Island called Groovus Malt <laughs> and uh back in the early two thousands and and I only played in it for a small bit of time that yeah. they were around for a long time but but since then he's just become a very, very prolific solo artist and yeah. has put out I don't even know how many albums and they're all like very ambitious uh concept albums uh-huh. and um he's a One of the most creative people i know but but that so that's the lyric yeah that song i'm trying to i brought the words that he used to talk about it um (laughs) oh gavin where are you Uh, oh yeah here we go um so yeah he i think he was talking a lot about um he he was doing a lot of thinking and meditating on guilt and atonement at Uh the time, specifically around relationships. Uh Um, And he says, the result is not very conclusive, but just the sound of one guy wrestling with ideas that he's not educated enough to pen. But (laughs) yeah, he's thinking a lot about um, just taking responsibility for Uh things from the past and whether like treating a new person well really atones for yeah. what happened with the other person and, right. and uh <coughs> kind never of rests does right yeah, yeah i mean yeah. you can apologies only go so far so right yeah right right
0: yeah, yeah. there's great tragedies uh, people yeah. that uh that you fucked up you fucked up relationships and it's your fault yeah and yeah. then decades and decades go by and they pass away and there's nothing you can oh, do about it that makes me so sad when yeah. that happens that's true that is. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. If you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that that
1: would be me. Even if you're not trying to be an asshole, it can. Right. It's true. You might that's still true. be an asshole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right, right.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the most unusual tunes on this album, of many unusual tunes, in in a, in a good way, in a beautiful way, is "I Forgive You." Oh yeah. Man.
1: <laughs> Whoa. Speaking of. Forgiveness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Tell me about uh, Annalisa uh, Tornfeld.
1: Um, I I know I first heard of Annalisa's music through the band Black Prairie, uh-huh. um, which was uh, a folk band with a lot of members of the Decemberists. Right. And, and we were right. working a lot with Nate at the time and uh-huh. uh, the bassist in the Decemberists, and um, and so that was sort of my gateway to Annalisa's music. Uh-huh. Um, and um yeah she's done uh, some amazing solo work um and also working with black prairie work right. with portland cello project yeah um but um so joe joe composed the the background of this song and mm-hmm. um and when he sent it to her he had he was just sending ideas and he had himself singing i forgive you in the middle like hey maybe you could yeah. Maybe this maybe this could be the chorus. I don't know. Like right. and uh and she took it and was like, "No, you're going to say that." <laughs> that, and I'm going to respond, you know, I'm I'm going to do the yeah. spoken word piece. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh and <laughs> so she sent she sent back almost like that day that he sent it to her, she sent back like a iPhone recording of herself doing almost word for word exactly what happened on wow. the, on the recording and, and on the final and he was like done and and uh and then there was some orchestration that happened around it. Um it's it, so honest. Yeah.
0: It's just honest. It's real life. I mean yeah. that's how it, that's how things are. Yeah. You know, I mean uh uh and and um it's it's fabulous that there's so much forgiveness. Even though it's not asked
1: mm-hmm. a lot of times, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, um Wow. It's interesting, like when we in putting this together some when we first started talking with um about making this, almost everybody had the question, like, well, is there a, a lyrical theme that we uh-huh. should be going for here? And um and I really for better or for worse, I I I really shied away from uh-huh imposing a theme on people um i think in in my own experience sometimes when i've um been involved in commissions for and in, in working on a composition like mm-hmm. or for a grant or something i don't know I, I just really shy away from things that feel like they were put together for to look good on paper or something or to i don't know um and and i really wanted everybody to be able to I think we all really wanted everybody to be able to really follow each song to where <laughs> it needed to go um but it's been interesting kind of analyzing it the album as a whole after after it being it's you know after it's uh been recorded and and a lot of the songs end up really grappling with like aloneness or yeah. fun- or forgiveness thinking about the past and what happened and like and maybe these are all just um really universal human uh-huh. thing. i think they are uh-huh. but um but i think it's something that i think all of us have been really grappling with a lot during the pandemic and so i think um it's interesting to see this in the light of the pandemic yeah and, yeah and um uh, yeah like a lot a lot about death a lot about aloneness and fear and um and kind of moving through that and a lot of a lot of lyrically a lot of the way to move the way that happens lyrically in a lot of is like through connection with another person to kind of move through that is that, did or that connection with like in Edna's kid like with the earth and yes. the environment and yeah but it's it's through like recognizing a connection mm-hmm. out of that feeling of aloneness. Uh-huh.
0: Did that had did that play a role in the sequencing on the album?
1: The sequencing was was interesting. Like, um, first of all, the whole question of secrecy- sequencing. Yeah. Is is you know is, is is there still sequencing? I hope so. Given how I, you know. Well, yeah. well, me
0: too. But you know. Um, I,
1: it annoys me when uh, when sites automatically go to shuffle mode or something yes. on like. Uh, yes. Yes. I we thought a lot. I mean, I think everybody who creates a an album probably thinks a lot about the order. Yeah. And, um, and so the way, the way the order ended up working out this, you know, this took probably one of the years of this, just figuring out the order or something. I I'm sort of joking, but, uh, things move slowly when we all, when many of us have kids and there's a lot of moving parts, but, uh, but the way that it ends up advancing order wise is, uh, it kind of goes from the most abstract to the most, form oriented uh, m- with some exceptions, but it, it, it sort of moves from abstract to um, more tonal and and um, from like very open droney forms to like more pop forms with, uh-huh. with progressions and uh-huh. choruses and stuff like that. So, huh. um, uh-huh. And so I don't know, I, I think in some ways we were trying to sort of, just tear everything apart and then as it progresses, sort of put it back together. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I hope people listen to it that way, you me, know, and yeah, not, me just, too. not just cherry pick tunes. Sure. Even the, if, even if they did, I mean, it's still wonderful and they should listen to every one of them, but, but, um, you know, I mean, I, I think it's, it has still has uh, equal value either way people do it. You know, I mean, it's some, certainly something added if you listen to it in sequence, Uh you know I mean absolutely you know it's because there's definitely uh, a progression and and you know and and you you're there's a journey
1: yeah but uh I think uh there are points where we found that like one song dovetailed even like overlapped really nicely into another song yeah yeah and then uh even like the lyrical material Uh set the next lyrical material in certain light and yeah. Um, yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's great jesus thank you wow Reed, thank you you. Just,
0: you guys have done an amazing thing here
1: thank you so much you for know, I mean, being uh, interested in it and listening uh, to it it's just uh oh, i'm not done listening to it <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> i'll send i'll send
1: you some lyrics to look at that would be listen. great i would yeah. love that
0: yeah um great. and uh, uh are you are you are you doing a
1: a release gig um we are planning that um yeah. and we've put it on hold right now until yeah. we can we can really safely all be in the same room yes. with all of these different collaborators and oh wow and uh, you know i i think it's gonna be that's the plan well the, Man. i mean as as many people as we can yeah yeah come up, as are available and want right. to do it um yeah. yeah i think i think it would be really neat to put this together on stage and uh, and to learn these songs in that way, um, uh-huh. it's an interesting album because this is not something that will ever be toured. It will never be. Yeah. Uh, it will probably never be performed more than once live, if that. Um, and, uh, but what we want to do is is to put together a show. Um, it's just tricky right now with with unvaccinated young kids yeah, still and yeah. like um, being. You know, being I, I understand careful.
0: how you feel about that, but you don't know how pe- how things are going to hit people sure cuz yeah. this i think this this album could really hit people i mean really really deeply
1: thank you you know
0: he might even have a hit <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm not crossing my fingers yeah i know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know you know the rest of us could cross cross fingers for you all right, all right. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so ha- have you been performing at all
1: um uh yes we just played at a wonderful outdoor venue called The Lot at Zendel oh, yeah. Yards. How was uh, that? It was, well, the leading up to the show was crazy. It, it was, while we were sound checking, it was just torrential rain. And, oh, and no. they are like, oh, on the stage right next to the river. It's, like, gusting in. They're, they're putting tarps over the drum set and the keyboards to keep water from blowing in from the sides. Oh, geez. And, and uh, looking out at, like, just these, like huge puddles and like the VIP seating area, like they would be sitting in a raft or something to sit there. (laughs) And, uh, and then like kind of magic, we did that show, um, as a double bill with Edna Vasquez. Uh Um, and somehow magically, like maybe 10 minutes before she went on it, (laughs) it kind of, the sky cleared and, (laughs) and people came out, got out of their cars they were waiting in, in the parking lot. And, um, and it was a, a really magical night. Um, Did you give her credit for that? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if she was, had something to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so does Joe, has
0: Joe come in for any of these, any of these gigs?
1: Oh yeah. 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 We don't do, we don't play without Joe. Oh yeah. yeah. Great. Um, great. Yeah. He's been, he's been able to fly, fly over for all of the yeah. things we've been doing. Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's amazing. That's really great. Yeah. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I I, mean, yeah. Uh, I don't want to uh, make it seem like he's uh, rich or something. He, he's, he's, uh, his partner is a flight attendant. So he's able to. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's a, so he's cool. able to kind of fly standby and squeeze in on these flights and wait. You know, sometimes it's an all day procedure yeah. to get over here. But, yeah. but he's, very clear that at the it's top like, of a he'll he'll be here if we want to <laughs> rehearse or or whatever so that's like lewis
0: yeah. payne's wife it was, it was, it was as, as a former flight attendant okay <laughs> she's always flying everywhere yeah <laughs> um well that's great to hear you know that, that 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 he's you know so still deeply involved yeah you know yeah. uh because uh because he's a he's a Tigers fan and it's it's, <laughs> it's it's difficult it's difficult I know that as an Orioles fan uh,
1: <laughs> I
0: know how hard it is for
1: him. Yeah, uh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> man, we had so much fun when we were when we were on. I guess that was when we did the train tour around the country. Oh you know? yeah. We yeah, stopped in that. Detroit and and oh, played man. there and and we got to see Joe's old stomping grounds there. Nice. And, and uh, oh, it was so fun! Like just being in that city and getting to meet people that had known him from long ago. Uh-huh. And, um, uh-huh. That's one of the nice. really special highlights of that tour for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: That was a great idea.
1: It was so fun. Of course, it, it's fun because so there's nothing
0: fun. more fun than being on a train.
1: I know. I I I can't wait to do that again. Like, yeah. Whether it's for music or not, like I, my daughter and I went down to on a, a dad-kid dad, trip down to uh, right, right as the pandemic was starting to, uh, like February of 2020. Wow. Uh, uh, we were, like, seeing a, a couple people coming up from San Francisco wearing masks, and I was like, mm. oh, that's weird. Uh-huh. What, why are they wearing masks? And, well, um, did, but what, it was so fun to be on the train. Like it, I, did,
0: did you? Was that the Coast Starlight?
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know what they call that, don't you? No. They call it the Coast Starlate.
1: Star, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. When, when I was a kid, we took it to L.A. and it was yeah. 30 hours late. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, 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 not 30. Hours. No, that's, it that's, took 30 hours. Well, it's possible, though. Yeah. <laughs> it was very possible. I it think was like 10 hours late. hours late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had to plan that tour very carefully, like allotting for possible sure. probable late. Sure. Time.
0: Yeah. Every once in a while, um, I'll just get on the train here and ride to Seattle Mm. And then ride
1: back. It's such a beautiful way to <laughs> go crazy. to Seattle. It's wonderful. Like, you're not on the I don't, even have, I to go any, I don't a...
0: even have to go anywhere. I mean, there's a, there's a little um, uh, New Orleans, uh, cre- a little Creole restaurant a few blocks from the from the train station.
1: Uh-huh. So you get in off the Portland? train. Or no, in... no,
0: in, in Seattle. Uh-huh. So you get out. You drive to Seattle. Yeah. Get off the train. Go have some lunch. Uh, get back get on the train and go <laughs> home. It. It's great. <laughs> I got to do that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Well, listen. Just uh, this has been this is a masterpiece.
1: Thank you so much, Tom. It really
0: is, Thank and you. and and I'm so happy that uh, that you did it, and um, uh, uh, and just the best of luck with this. You know, just really, really. Uh, I, I hope it goes great for you and everybody involved, because it's, it's 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 it's
1: it's just the best. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yes. going back to like uh, the beginning of our, co- I, I want to thank you for, for being an, an archivist of, of so mm-hmm. much stuff going on in Portland. Like, like I feel like, you know, a lot of this music is happening in, like it's not, it, uh, a lot about the community here is not, mm-hmm. is not being reco- like, right. Recorded. Correct. There's not a lot of like, yeah. I don't know. But you're doing it and yeah. and uh looking back kind of prepping for talking with you just looking at all the different people you've interviewed and I I've got a <laughs> lot of homework to do to oh. to listen to all that and and uh and it really uh yeah I want to thank you for what you do for well, this town. I appreciate town,
0: that. So. Appreciate that. It's, by the way we're recording this on October 26th. Yes. Today is the 12th anniversary of Oregon Music News.
1: Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I
0: remember when it started. John Nastos pushed the, pl- pushed, pushed the button.
1: Oh, was he involved in the development of it?
0: He built this, the original site.
1: Yeah, go John! <laughs> awesome. Uh,
0: and uh, uh, it was interesting. It was, it was interesting working with John.
1: <laughs> he and I both had the same. We put together a uh, a big celebration of we had the same um i had this teacher for middle school he had him for high school um huh. but uh really herb cost who was a uh-huh. great band director in town um we we teamed up to put together a celebration of him at the 1905 a couple of years ago <laughs> he built a lot of the site working in the pit band at the
0: portland center stage
1: <laughs> <laughs> go john <laughs>
0: well listen is, 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 is there one tune we can go out on
1: oh man uh Going out on something. Uh, well, is there one that we haven't talked about yet? Let's see. Uh, I think what um, you tell me. Man, what should we go out on? Or we
0: could talk. We we could play one that we have talked about, so people could relate to it.
1: Let's go. I mean, uh, this is like picking kids or my favorites true. of. It's uh, true. It's true. I don't it's know. Just, we could go it out. Doesn't on, have to be your favorite. We could go out on. Um, Rebecca's track "Handbook of the Dead." We didn't. We actually didn't get to talk about that very much. No, we
0: didn't. Um, Um, That. How about about we we go out on "I Forgive You"?
1: Yeah, let's do
0: that. Yeah, I forgive. That is that is so intimate and relatable and real. Not that the other ones aren't. Yeah, Yeah. But that is so personal.
1: Yeah, it's very, very personal and intimate. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. It's a it's a whole little universe. <laughs> all of each of these songs is a whole little universe.
1: What? So, Annalisa. Okay, this can we can go out on this too. This is okay. this is what she wrote about the song when I asked her mm-hmm. to write something. She said, "We are more terrible than we can possibly imagine, and more loved than we can possibly dream. Thank God." Wow. Yeah.
0: And as we like to say at the end of all these things. That's entertainment.
2: like, because there is no place, just know that I'm always around you, no matter where I am. so well that night beneath the attic and I knew you were with me and I felt the freedom I felt the freedom I could go anywhere and be beneath you and be above you and be around you I know that now I know that now that there is no separation and I never left you and I'm always here You never need to wonder where I am, underneath you, and beneath you, and around you. I am all around you, till I am nothing else left. Don't you fret, there is nothing left, except everything, and in everything I am, don't forget, don't forget. give you i forgive you i forgive you i forgive you